Hello Aries friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aries September 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Aries is your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising sign like me, or any other Aries placement that you're listening for, what I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you have a very late degree Aries placement, so birthdays, April 15th, the rest of the sign, or Aries degree, 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Taurus report, since your very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this month full moon in Aries, because it is a big deal when we have a full moon in our sign. It only happens once every 13 moons, generally, and it's a big deal. But wow, is there so much more to talk about besides that? So we're going to get into all of it. So... May as well start out with a full moon, even though it is towards the end of the month, because it's a really big deal. So there are 13 moons in a cycle, and fullness, so basically when a full moon occurs, it's fullness, completion, fruition, drama, accomplishment, success, recognition, you know, and specifically in Aries, this has to do with people looking at you, your image, your story, your physical health. This is your, um, your roots and how you've grown your tree from your roots. So the end of the month, September 29th, when this is happening, the days around that, you might find something you've been working on for a year come to a magical fruition. You might find that you've elucidated or something has been elucidated regarding something with your health, like a health mystery or a health accomplishment or a fitness goal or some kind of support with helping you, uh, how you identify, whether that is your profession, whether that's any other way that you walk in the world, this is giving more clarity to what it is that you're doing, what you want to present, and how you want people to see you. This can also release a tremendous amount of karma, not to the degree that the eclipses are, and of course, if you've been listening to my work or if you've been following eclipses, you know that in April with that black moon eclipse, we started a um, a couple of year cycle here of Aries Libra eclipse storylines, and we will get to that. Those are major, major karma clearings, but these moon cycles can be pretty prominent. You can really release something that has been blocking you you know, release a belief system, release a pattern, release something that's not functional, that's not helpful, uh, release a viewpoint about yourself or others. And, you know, it's just really a, a very major time of release and it can be very exciting. Now, that being said, there could be something undercover in one of these areas that the full moon brings to light. So maybe you've had a health malady and you didn't know about it and it erupts at that time. Maybe you have been healing and something comes back up to show you deeper levels of stuff that you have to do. You know, there are many different ways that this can manifest um, from supremely positive to supremely challenging, but either way, these energies tend to pass pretty quickly. So regardless of what it is, um, it will be something that passes quickly and all of the Aries placements will feel this, but those of us who have placements near six degrees, so that's basically going to be March born friends, We'll get the biggest intense connection from this, you know, around March 26, 27, 28th, but we'll get the, the biggest one. And then really everyone in the March domain, even up to maybe April 1st, 
you'll get the biggest boost from this full moon. But don't worry, no one's left out, and you can use this for your ceremonies. You can do, you can look up Annie Botticelli reveal and re, um, full moon in Aries reveal and release ceremony for some nice ideas about how to maximize this full moon. So it's just a very powerful time, and we wait a long time to get it, and here it is happening. If you're watching the um, watching this and not just listening, you can also see this very big gathering of Aries energy. These are longer-term energies. So we've got a lot of storylines in Aries. Chiron is helping us to to heal our you know wounds on all levels and anything foundational that happened to us. The trans transiting North Node is helping us to step into our highest expression in this lifetime, embrace our unique individuality, and to heal on all levels, anything that's interfering with us expressing ourselves in the best ways. Some opportunities that can come up around the full moon and plus with these um, Aries transits is healing impulsivity that's not helpful, healing impatience that's not supportive. It can be, you know, um, things around being hot-headed. <laughs> no, an Aries would never be that way, right? So, you know, just kind of toning down some extremes and getting to the the upper end of things the inspiration of aries the you know um trailblazing of aries just kind of trying to clear up any of the negative patterning and shadows and step into the things that aries do best which is to lead to pioneer to make things happen to be that spark that catalyst that can set things into motion. And if you, um, like me in the past, are using your capacity to be a powder keg and set things into motion in a way that's not good, then maybe this energy around now will be your wake up call. Like I had my wake up call some decades ago when I find myself involved in bar brawls. I wasn't really the one fighting, but my presence seemed to instigate trouble. <laughs> um, so yeah, so at that point I quit drinking stopped being in places where people were fighting over weird things and have now tried to use my Aries energy to inspire others and to be a catalyst for others um, healing and growth. So this could be moving along the path of doing similar things or, or your own personal process of, you know, something that you have to release, whether it's, you know, a bad habit or something that's holding you back. So it's a very exciting time. Next in line here, I'm just going to go around the circle is we've got Two things going on that are notable in the energy of Taurus, which of course for Aries is also in the house of Taurus. Everything for Aries is supercharged because we have what's called a natural chart. So when we have transits in a sign, we also have those transits in the house that that sign rules. So everything's double for us. So the major things that have been going on recently involving Taurus, which has to do with our self-sufficiency, our individual, emotional, mental, physical, financial, self-sufficiency, even ecological, um, environmental, uh, sustainability, all of these things have been topics of growth. This can be the growth of income, the growth of a budget, the growth of savings. But Jupiter has been here since May 2023. It will be there until May 2024. And during that time, we have a chance to dramatically grow our income. And this is really exciting. Now, this is a nice counterbalance to Uranus, which has been moving through that place for us for a long time, possibly bringing some instability and some things out of the blue, uh, but also serving as a, a catalyst for us to use 
technological, uh, possibly even AI at this point, um, you know, forward thinking mechanisms to improve our finances. So this is kind of like the spark of forward thinking in our house of money. Uh, so that's still there. And hopefully Jupiter being here over the course of this year from May to May will help us to grow, you know, financially, whatever that looks like for each person and may help you to get some material things that you've wanted, whether it's solar panels or a car, you know, whether it's um, something very material or whether it's something more earthy, this material plane is being expanded. But something of note this month is that on September 4th, Jupiter will go retrograde. A lot of times Jupiter rules big dreams, big visions, the things that you look out from the mountain and see a broad picture about. So while Venus and Mercury will be going direct, we'll talk about that in a minute, and that will be like bringing some things forward in a big way that have been delayed, Jupiter going retrograde may cool some things down. So if you've had some things going forward in your life or going in a certain way in your life, you may find that when Jupiter goes in retrograde early in the month, it starts to dial some of those things back. Okay, so the best advice here is the things that are waking up, put your power behind those. The things that are slowing down, don't get freaked out and try to force them because there is a natural rhythm at play. And if you align with it and just notice, oh, okay, I guess my ambitions are waning right now. And it will do that to many people. I guess my capacity to pull through bigger picture things is a little bit lax right now. Okay, don't fight it. Go with the things that are moving forward. And a lot of those might be like mundane things, daily, you know, just the stuff that you have to do every day that you're closer in your surrounding, not as much that you have to see from, from the, um, you know, the top of the mountain. Something else huge that's happening is we're having an eclipse, the final eclipse from the 2021 to 2023 eclipse cycle of Taurus and Scorpio eclipses. We're having the final one. And even though that's going to be in October, we have to talk about it also in September because you will be feeling this. Eclipse season starts four to six weeks before the actual eclipse. So if we wait till October to talk about it, you're going to have all these things going on and not know what the heck is happening. So October 28th, lunar full moon eclipse, five degrees of Taurus, bringing a final conclusion to all the storylines, all the chapters that have been developing over two years since the end of 2021. And this is going to greatly profoundly affect your finances. And the storyline of your stuff versus other people's stuff is going to come up in a huge way. All right, so that that's also happening. Now, the next piece is this beautiful stellium of Leo energy we still have. Star goddess Juno ruling partnerships. Star goddess Venus ruling love and beauty and money and relationships, romance, design. Star goddess Lilith ruling the energy of letting anger bubble out to be healed and using it as a catalyst for positive change and not getting stuck in the anger. All right. So all of these energies are trining our fire sign. Trine is the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. It makes the most harmonious angle when the planets get along and and speak the same language. So we've got, you know, a triple goddess trine, essentially, which can boost all of those areas of our life that I just mentioned, and also the things ruling Leo. Love, true love, romance, anything having to do with children, our relationship with children, our children's lives and their developments, creative babies, leadership, fashion, being seen, artistic expression, 
athletes, you know, actors, anyone who's out having their stuff seen by the world or their babies, their creations seen by the world. All of this Leo energy, a sustained amount of Leo energy, is accentuating our fifth house of Leo, and it makes it a time for a lot of creativity. So you might find that you're really inspired. You have a lot of great ideas. You may want to write some of them down in case you can't implement them all now, but it's a very zesty energy, and all of the early, middle, and late degree friends will be getting kisses from one or more of these transits. Okay, moving around the chart, we've got... The Sun, Mercury, and Star Goddess Pallas Athena, all in Virgo. We also have the New Moon in Virgo on September 14th at 21 degrees. And all of those planets I just mentioned and that New Moon are also in our House of Virgo. Okay, so a lot, a lot, a lot of energy that can help counterbalance this zesty, fiery, um, we'll call it excess. You know, whenever we've got fire signs happening or fire transits happening, it really drives us to excess. Aries people tend to be driven to excess anyway. But it, there's like just so much just expression and output and input and, you know, vibrant movement and activity and thoughts and interactions and all of this. And, you know, it's just a fire frenzy. And it's weird because we don't usually have that at this time. Really, we're just like getting in, you know, this is, this is um, an unusual time of having an extended period of time with Leo and Virgo energies like working together to bring form to your creative ideas. It's a really nice balancing force. So you'll be liberated and have a lot of fun. And this really, you know, the Leo energies can really bring in things you've always wanted to happen. You know, you could just be looking around saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. This is awesome. Bucket list stuff, things like that. And then you've got the counterforce with all of this Virgo energy to your routine, your study practices. You know, Mercury rules Virgo. So there's a lot of studying energy here. And if studying is fun for you, that feeds into the Leo as well. So if you're like getting involved with taking courses about things that you like, this is, you know, um, a perfect combination. So the Virgo energies will help you get down to business, do tedious things, get into a rhythm, get into a schedule, clear out stuff, organize things, tend to your health things. It may be a time to make health appointments. Now, if, if it's an emergency, just do it whenever. If you have an intuition to hurry up, do it whenever. If it doesn't matter and you just want to try to schedule it in the easiest way possible, as the month progresses, it will get easier to schedule things. Venus will go direct September 3rd, and that post-shadow transit will clear October 7th. So September 3rd through October 7th, we, Venus is waking up. And then September 15th, you know, until September 15th, Mercury is full on direct. And then it, it gets a little haywire, especially in the middle of the month. And then it will take till September 30th to clear. So trying to schedule things in that time, you have to have no attachment to what you're scheduling, basically. And you might be better off waiting till like the last week of September and trying to schedule into October if there's nothing time sensitive or pressing, um, you know, if that's in your flow, because just trying to schedule things during Mercury retrograde is hard. And like I said before, there are a lot of things in your life that you're not going to be able to see more than one step ahead. That is just the nature of the retrograde. And a lot of last minute magic may be coming up. So that's pretty, you know, pretty fun, but it is important to know related to your scheduling. This energy has a lot to do with pets, your daily work. If you have a business, this is, you know, relates to your, your business, whatever you do every day. If you have a job, it's 
relates to your daily office dynamics or your online office dynamics, however that works. So there's a lot of energy around that and new energy from that new moon. Maybe you're freshening up your routine. Maybe you're getting a new exciting schedule that feels the perfect combination of organized with, you know, the zesty fire with the Leo energies where it's like an exciting new routine or something like that that you really love. And attention to your health and wellness is very much in order at this time. All right, so moving around the chart here, we also have planets in and occurrences in Libra, bringing a strong focus to the energy of partnerships and relationships. Mars recently moving into Libra is going to make you very focused on your relationship space. Okay, so this is like, is it time to put resources into someone with relevant experience to help you with your life? Is it time to delegate instead of trying to do everything yourself? Is it time to use your skills to help others? Is there someone in your life that you really need to make something right with? Is it time to collaborate? Is it time to establish your client base or expand it or do something different with it or get help with your business or clients? Or just focus on your partnership and your relationship. You know, wherever Mars is, I call him the border collie of the Zodiac. So you kind of get obsessive about it. And of course, Mars is our ruler, so we get that. But, you know, there's just going to be a lot of focus on relationships. And then a lot of harvest also. Ceres, star goddess Ceres, the symbol of the sickle, the harvester of grain, is also in Libra. So a lot of harvesting from things that work that we've done before is going to happen at this time. And then, of course, we've got... The eclipse. Now, again, I'm talking about this October eclipse in September because we have to, because the eclipse cycle or season is super hot four to six weeks before each of the eclipses. So that means like the very end of August into September is going to be very, very, very hot, bubbling over with news and events and information about the newer Aries Libra eclipse cycle. So while that Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle closes out after two years, We've got the second chapter of the Aries-Libra eclipse cycle that is focusing on us. So you're going to see some pretty radical changes going on here. October 14th, new moon eclipse, 21 degrees of Libra. Everyone will feel that. It's also in our house of Libra. New beginnings in relationship, either new relationships or new chapters to relationships. And with that, a chance to burn off a massive amount of karma. All of the Aries placements will feel this very strongly and have strong potentials. But those of us who are between 16 and 26 degrees and the closer to 21 degrees, the, if you have a placement, you know, within there, you're likely to, to have notice, more noticeable aim, impact. So that really relates to April 6th through around the 16th and the closer to around April 11th, the more, or 21 degrees, the more you get, you know, the impact from that opposition from that placement. Some of the topics likely to come up during the time of this Aries Libra eclipse storyline has to do with people pleasing, codependency, and interdependency. So you'll be asking the question, in what ways can you improve or enhance your relationship patterns? If you have a pattern that preceded your current relationship, like you say, oh, I always have this happen. I always bring in these people. Well, guess what? You're the common denominator. So this is a time where you can heal something to change your point of attraction. And you can either coax something different out of the person you're with, or, you know, if they're not shifting along with you, there could be endings of relationships as well. 
So, you know, for many of you, this is an opportunity to clear relationship karma in a huge way. We will talk about this more in the October report, but like I said, we really need to know this now also. So all of that is happening. Um, this also can have to do with art projects, aesthetics and design, maintaining balance in your life. If you have been very imbalanced in one direction, like let's say you're a mom or dad and you've been really parenting full on, maybe it's time for you to have a little time to yourself. If you've been spending a lot of time to, with yourself, maybe it's time to invest more in your relationships. You know, whatever your polarity is, there's very likely going to be something that breaks breaks up the pattern and gives more balance. That's what this is all about. Okay, so we've gone over a lot of dates here. If you're a person who loves to have the dates and know the aspects and how they may affect you and have that delivered to your inbox one month early, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. See all my free stuff. Join my free VIP community by putting your email address in. Get my new uh, astrology education newsletter. Get all of the links that I send each month to resources I've created to help you make the most of the starry possibilities, including my sweet and salty dates right up that um, I write, I send out at the end of every month. So you can get that there. And you can also see other ways I can help you create alchemy in your life. Most of my work is free and you can see it all at AnnieHelpsYou.com. If you have burning astrology questions and you want to learn astrology, but you don't have a support group for that, then you will love my course because not only is there a massive amount of comprehensive education that's well organized and continuing to build with over 100 modules, we also have a forum where you can ask your questions. I know that I was set up for success with astrology because I had someone to ask questions to. My teacher, Bridget, was there if I had something come up, big or small, and so I didn't get stuck on something very long. But you could get stuck on something simple and not be able to progress in that area of astrology because it's for something that could take three seconds, you know, for us to answer for you. So if you want support and you want to learn how to do astrology, either for doing it as your profession or just your own self-development and helping your family and friends, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course, which you can see it is a certification course as well. And you can see it at beastropro.com, B-E-astropro.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.